Well, what's up, folks? It is Friday Eve, Thursday night, for those who like to keep track of the days of the week. And it is also episode 77. And tonight, we know that the Eagles start their season on the road in Atlanta. But tonight, from the Rough Cut Sports cast, we have AJ Johnson. You guys know when he's on with us, we have tons of fun when it comes to AJ. The last time we got the chance to speak with him, of course, was when Atlanta and the Sixers were going at it. We also know how that one turned out, so hopefully he won't bring that up, but I'm pretty sure he will because we talked as much junk as we wanted to. Unfortunately for us, on the Sixers end, it didn't work out too well, but it's okay. So tonight we do have AJ on from uh, the Rough Cut Sportscast. Of course, their guys are having a little bit of vacation time as they're all getting ready to graduate from Full Sail University, so congratulations to the entire team. So we expect bigger and greater things from our podcast brothers on the other side here of the channel, and if you guys Please give them a like on their Facebook page. They have a fantastic show. They're up to like five days a week. I'm pretty sure pretty soon, not only are they going to be up to seven days a week, but they'll probably be on 24 hours a day at the rate that they're going. But it's okay, though, because they always put out a good show. It's always a lot of fun with those guys, and we appreciate any time we get a chance to speak to any of them. And uh, I'm pretty sure Aaron is somewhere out there in California looking for a TV set because he knows his Cowboys are about to come on national TV with the defending Super Bowl champions. So Ed Sheridan, I believe right now is kicking it off down there in Tampa uh, at Lane Johnson Park. If I remember correctly, Julian B. Lane. I'm thinking of Lane Johnson, of course, from the Eagles. Julian B. Lane Park is where all the festivities are going and then they'll switch it over to Ray J. So that should be fun for everyone who's tuning in to the show or at least over to uh, NBC. That kicks off at about 8.25. We're going to be leading up just about to the game time, so we're having uh, a little bit of fun here tonight. But let's get everything underway here. It is episode 77 again with AJ Johnson with the Rough Cut Sportscast. Of course, Vito is on the other side waiting for me as well. I'm Angel. This is Broad Street South. And like everything else, I'm pretty sure if you don't like the line that our own Godfather is going to put down, he might take care of you. Well, I won't say he might cut you, but he might end up doing something. It is the Godfather, Vito Corleone. <laughs> Vito, what is happening tonight? Finally, the NFL has come back the football season. What is going on, Angel? Three days away from kickoff. The birds are kicking off the 2021 season. Let's get this party started. Exactly. Listen, we it's can't party do- time. Well, listen, we can't do it without our fan base, and we can never also do it without this crazy chant here. Oh, and by the way, if Mark Connor is Mark O'Connor is tuning in tonight, Mark, let me explain something to you. If you don't like our Philly chant. And I understand, I forgot what you told me. You want to, uh, what was it, a beautiful something? He said that we should change the, uh, we're from Philly, F in Philly, to my beautiful heart or something like that. I don't know what it was. So, uh, Mark, I won't play it for you tonight, just to be nice, but I will play in the future. So, just to let you know, it's out there. But anyways, uh, we plan, of course, to have a lot of fun tonight with AJ, who's waiting for us here in the green room. And tonight, of course, we are live from the LG Sales Sales Direct Sales. Holy crap. And this is the way we start the night all over again. Long twist. <laughs> Just like Tuesday night. Oh, get it out. Yeah. <laughs> from the LG Direct Sales Solutions Studios. Good Lord. Uh, tonight here live in Tampa Bay, of course, Fuji's back home in Philly. And by the way, I will be back home for the first time in three years at Goose's Media Pond out there at Goose's Monte Cristo Lounge in Tobacconist, 250 Westridge Pike. Our show kicks off live at 11.30. So if you guys want to see us live, please come visit us at 250 Westridge Pike in Limerick, Pennsylvania with our media partner, Goose. So we're planning to have an, a fantastic show. It'll be the first time we're ever live in front of a studio audience. And it's kind of weird to even say that. And that should be a lot of fun. So we can't wait to see everybody there on Sunday. I will come up on Saturday. Vito and I plan to do some things down there by the link and act crazy and stupid, all the good fun stuff because it'll be the actual time, baby. Exactly. It's It'll be the first time that I get to meet my co-host. So in case you guys are new to the program, 
I've yet to meet my entire team as everyone who works with me, minus my lovely producer over on Studio B, uh, they've all been hired virtually because that's the crazy world we live in. But I can't wait to come up there and hang out with uh, Vito, with Kristen, with everyone else. And we might even stop by to see who over at the Casino Live. One, Weapon X, Brian Dawkins. That's right. Brian Dawkins will be signing his book, Come between 11 and 1 at the newest casino live there in Philly, right next to Citizen Bank Park. That will happen from 11 to 1. And Leslie Goodell will also be there, from what I understand, uh, obviously hyping up Brian Dawkins. And he doesn't need any hype because he is Weapon X. We all know it. But he's signing off his book that he just wrote not too long ago. He talks about the road to Canton and beyond. So that should be really well. It is $49.95. If you guys want to buy tickets, you go on the website, briandawkins.com. Purchase your tickets, and uh, B-Doc, you're welcome. Anything for B-Doc. So with that being said, I do see the comments coming in. And before, of course, that I show the man himself, I got to show exactly where you can find them. Right there, the Rough Cut Sportscast. You guys, like I said, let me bring this up a little bit for the screen here. Right here, instead of saying, like, learn more, yeah, you can learn more. But how about you hit, just like the rest of here, that like button. They would appreciate it so much because, you know what, I think right now, they're up to, it says a thousand two people, right? Don't let that fool you. They're up to like the Kardashian numbers. They're up to like some 20 million subscribers. And that is absolutely fantastic. And if we can get them some more, that'd be fantastic. But without further ado, it is AJ Johnson, the man, the legend himself from the Rough Cut Sports Cast. AJ, how are you doing tonight? Yes, sir. Welcome in me. I appreciate y'all brought you south as I so often do. Man, Fuji, you were correct. Hey, guess what? It's football time. Week one. We, I get the best of both worlds. It's Christmas morning. Much like you know, we get to we get to watch the Bucks here in Tampa tonight, and in three days it's getting dirty with them birds. I'm so excited. It's going to be a battle of the dirty Woo. birds. Oh yes, it is. It's, it's going to get hot and heavy. It's going to be. It's going to get filthy. It's going to be a bunkhouse brawl. It's going to be. We're bringing it the bad street of land, GA. You know. You we're know. Bringing sometimes, Broad sometimes, Street down there. Sometimes my mom gets at me, you know, because, you know, we're, we're, we're religious, we're, we're Christians, you know, and on Sundays, you know, it's all about the Lord, but I love some football. So on Sundays, I'm all about violence and she's just not really there with me. <laughs> I'm hoping when we go up against Philly, it is nothing but violence. I'm ready for that day. I'm, I'm oh, ready. and you also know I'm going to have to talk all that trash after we uh, get I'm ready to see Brandon Graham knock Matty Ice around and make, make him fizzle. Mm. Mm. Let's, we we'll can't see. wait to the lure game, him the, in. Let the games begin already. Let's just get hey, it. You know, you know what they say. When you can see the whites of the eyes of your opponent, you know you got him. <laughs> get on back hey. there because we're waiting on you. Let's go. Hey, the Eagles, the Eagles and Falcons have had, you know, some battles over the last couple of years. Make sure that, this and, one's going to be a little different for sure. Some close games. But listen, Atlanta's going through it. They're going through their changes just like we are in Philadelphia. So a lot of new faces in Atlanta, the same way there's a lot of new faces in Philly. The only difference is you guys have the experienced quarterback down there. Not saying that Jalen Hurts is obviously not experienced, but there's a big difference. You got Matty Ice. I mean, he can make magical things happen. Not as much when it comes to the Patriots, but I'm just saying that, you know, it, it, it does happen. Uh, by the way, George, Joey B, great friend of the show here from Colorado, says, Yo, will Fuji be dancing on the bar? I'll fly in from Denver for that. <laughs> and then, hey, I thought you lived in Denver, Joey. Of course <laughs> I'll be dancing on the bar. <laughs> well, but he, he does live in Colorado, but he probably lives on the other side. That's why he's got to fly into Denver. But he does follow up with how many Red Bulls have you had before the show? He's already fired well, up. I haven't had anything. <laughs> that's just a football energy that's right there. That's just passion. That's just that really passion, baby. What a that's how baby. I came up. That's how we all come up in Philly. That's why we're from Philly. We don't care. That's good. Well, that's good. Philly, flipping Philly. No one likes us, and we don't give a rat's A-double-S. Y'all, hey, y'all not caring is going to make that L a lot easier on Sunday. <laughs> that's why we're the most passionate fans in the country. Hey, I'll tell you, I do I do wish we could have had the party y'all had when y'all won that Super Bowl. Three Philly, to four million people, it, looked, it, it was nothing so ever like it. The best, nothing, the greatest nothing. thing ever. I'll give you that for sure. I I will um I will say this much, AJ. It, from before I decided to move down here to Florida, and that was the the one thing that I hoped for. And and so for those who don't know, I I may have mentioned it on on a previous show 
early on when we first started. So, and AJ, I don't think I ever told you a story. So leading up since we're talking about that night there in, in of course, 2017 season that ends in 2018 because the Super Bowl being in February. So my dad moved down here. He's now on his 13th year in Florida. He decided to retire and his two retirement places we're thinking of was Hawaii and or Florida. So the first year he moved down here, he called me up. He goes, son, what's going to take for me to convince you to move down here to Florida? Said, Pop, you know what? I got a good job. I love the city. It's a lot of fun here. You know what? Call me up next year. Maybe I'll think about it then. So, and when he calls me, it's just before the football season starts. Now, mind you, my dad knows absolutely nothing about football, but because he knows that I like it, he calls me up again. He goes, all right, son, same question from last year. When are you going to move down here? And so, well, I'll tell you what, Pop. The year the Eagles win the Super Bowl, I will move to Florida. Well, Eagles win the Super Bowl, I end up in Florida. That's <laughs> Man so, of your word. That's the way to be. Yep. So I end up doing it this and and I, I have no complaints. It's absolutely fantastic down here. As you know, AJ, yeah. it's like living in paradise every single yeah. day. It's beautiful. So, yeah. It, it's at, and it also to I guess kind of to boot around here, it doesn't help either that you have, of course, now Champa Bay, the defending Super Bowl champions playing tonight against Dallas. You got the two-time Stanley Cup champions in the Tampa Bay uh, Lightning. Right. Your American League champions that could have a good shot this year going back to the World Series, your Tampa Bay Rays. So there's a lot of stuff going on. on and if, I guess you, if you count the Rowdies, they're what, like the minor league team of, of soccer because they're not even under uh, – they're, they're not – yeah, because they're, they're not even – so they're not like the, the your Philadelphia Union or, or New York or Chicago. They're – what are they called? Like an affiliate or something. Basically, they're a college-level team. But consider pros down here because you got a lot of fans that go down there. And it's a great stadium down there, by the way, in St. Pete. So there, there's a lot of stuff that's going on down here. And, and it's it's a lot of fun to see it. And I guess as I told everyone else, it seems like when I moved from Philly, apparently I brought the championships down this way because we haven't won one back home. So I'm going back home, just letting everybody know. And I did make a prediction that year before I moved down here. So, hey, just saying, stranger things can happen. But – Right now, uh, I would say the Tampa Bay is probably one of the teams, at least on the NFC side, that has a great probability of defending their title once again. And oh. the greatest of all time, you're talking about eight wins. That would be absolutely insane. Excuse me, but when you're coming back to Philly, make that prediction, said Eagles will win the Super Bowl in 2021. Well, that's what I just said. I was going to listen. You got to give me a chance to get up there first before I can do it. I got to do that. That's step. We'll make it now yeah. and then. Get the hell that, home. That, 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 that would be this years. year. Yeah. Well, listen, how, how, uh, that's called mouth? hopes and dreams, AJ. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Um, every time a Phillies fan has a hope and dream right now, we're talking about the Jolly Green Giant coming around to step on a lot of things. <laughs> I had to listen to someone come on my show. You know, we did a couple of guest, uh, guest spots last week for the Full Sail crew. And then, you know, we're a part of the Belly Up Sports Network. And we had one Philly guy come on, and with all the utmost confidence in the world, and you know, this isn't bashing on y'all, I just don't believe it. He had you guys at 10 and 7 winning the division outright, no problems. And I was just like, wait a minute. Mm. Like, where where does it come to the serious question? Where does that come together? I don't know if that's where you like what your predictions look like yet, guys, but I could see you guys starting a little slow, Jalen Hurts finding his feet underneath him and going on a little bit of a streak, but a 10 and 7 to win the division when you have the defense prowess of a Washington, Ron Rivera back there to make sure that they're back on their track, and then the high powered offense of a Dallas going against a revamped defense in Philly. 10 and do you guys see yourselves winning the division? Uh, Fuji, I'll let you go first. As of right now, I think Washington wins. The division, but I think the this division's open. I mean, yeah. look out! Look at the end of last year. How each team, any of the teams, could have made the, could have won the division, which was the <laughs> NFC least was horrible, a joke, whatever. I mean, nobody in this division deserved to make the playoffs. I mean, yeah. Washington has a great front four, all number one picks, but I love Ron Rivera as a coach, but. I ain't sold on Fitz Magic. Can he stay healthy? I mean, it's lightning in a bottle wherever the guy goes, but he wins. But one, can he stay healthy? You know, it all depends. It all depends on everybody. I mean, look at Baltimore, running backs dropping like flies. Yep. Like, what's going on Why? down? 
Marcus Peters yeah. got hurt today at her D-back. Like, they had to stop practice early. Problem of it is, getting back to the Eagles, they've been the most injured team in the last four years. So they're out Lane Johnson, Brandon Brooks. Like, can that side, of, the right side of the offensive line stay healthy? It's all question marks. As we get into the game, as we dive into it, we got two rookie head coaches. Right. You know, Arthur Smith, Nick Sirianni. I mean, it's, you know, it's, I think it's going to be a close game Sunday, but. Yeah, I think the Eagles mm -hmm. pulled out, and then, I mean, it's, you know, as we talked offline about the X's and O's, like, you know, Calvin Ridley going up against Darius Slay, um, Steve Nelson covering uh, Russell Gage. Like, yeah. who's going to cover yeah. Kyle Kyle Pitts? That's what I'm wondering. I mean, I don't trust Avante Maddox. I mean, Kyle mm -hmm. Pitts could be the X factor. You know, you got a new running game with Mike Mike Davis coming over from Carolina. I mean, another another thing is too. I realize that Matty Ice has been sacked eighty nine times in the last two seasons. I mean, their offensive line's another yep. question mark. Yep, and losing Alex Mack did not help. Right, <laughs> not at and, all. I mean, two like, like I said, two rookie head coaches, and you know, it's I think it's going to be a close game. What are your thoughts? I absolutely think it's going to be a close game. They got the line at three and a half right now. And right. I think you're correct. Like with both of these teams going through what they're going through, revamping offenses, you know, Eagles going through new QB, the uh, Falcons getting a whole, basically a brand new receiving core. Uh, and obviously a whole new offensive scheme with Arthur Smith coming in to be the head coach and still calling plays. Uh, that's going to be a little bit of it. On the defensive side for the Falcons, even though we were horrible last year, we lost some of our studs. We don't have a single safety that was there last season. Keanu O'Neill is going over to make the Dallas Cowboys back end look a little bit better this season. So I think you guys can uh, find susceptible there. My, my fear for you guys with the Eagles is I like how exciting Jalen Hurts can be. I think he has that Phillies mentality of a guy who's going to be back there and not really get rattled. You know, he won the locker room over after two games. You know, right. I recently was told that myself. And uh, I think the, the hesitation comes from he got to get the start late last season, but now when he's cemented as a guy, they didn't show the confidence in him in preseason waiting forever to tell him he was beating out Joe Flacco. Uh, right. And then you, you have this new offense with Nick Sirianni and hoping that they're going to do something that's going to put him in the spot to be comfortable as well as hoping that these receivers can pop off. We've been waiting on Jalen Rager for a couple of years. J.J. Arcega-Whiteside is going to get a lot of love this year. Devontae Smith mm -hmm. is going to be great probably, but I still worry about it. This ain't college. These are some grown men getting ready to get I'm, up in chicken legs. My so, thing is the Eagles, the Eagles need a veteran receiver. That's my take. Yeah. I mean, the guy that's yeah. been in the trenches and bring some veteran leadership here to the locker room. I mean, yeah, you got Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard, which are – Big weapons to help Jalen Jalen Hurts. I mean, Boston Scott, Miles Sanders. I think Kenny Gainwell is going to be a sleeper in the screen game. I mean, hell of a running back, fourth-round pick out of Memphis. I mean, a lot of people are pretty high on him. I think he's going to be an X factor this season. Hopefully this is my problem of the Eagles, they got to run the ball. I mean, I mean, how let's let's rewind four or five years ago. That's how they won the Super Bowl. Miles Sanders last year was carrying the ball five yards per carry, and Doug just stopped running the ball. Pass, pass, pass. I love to see Nick Sirianni just dive in and just mix it up and, you know, balanced offense. Yeah. I mean, wear down the defenses early. Beat them down. He brings, run, run the you, ball. Think, you think he uh, incorporates some of uh, Peterson's RPO? And make sure to use the uh, the running talent of Jalen Hurts. I mean that that might be where sure. you need to go to get him out. I mean, open on the other side. I mean, if that pocket collapses and everybody's covered downfield, Jalen's just going to be a bat out of hell. Yeah, you know, yeah. Throw the ball in the run. So I mean, he's Falcons phenomenal, phenomenal quarterback, phenomenal talent. He's got the legs. Why not let him loose? So I think what we're really looking at here is a better Falcons offense against a better. Uh, Eagles defense. Uh, I do believe it won't be so much the defensive talent of the Falcons that may give the Eagles a little bit of trouble. I think it's going to be the defensive looks that Dean Pease puts together. 
You know, when you got a second, a second year quarterback who didn't have a lot of experience in the first season, and now you're on a new scheme, you know, everything you looked at in practice is all good and well. But when that scheme gets there and they're throwing different looks at you, we may only have Grady Jarrett on the edge on that front four, but our linebacking core is pretty formidable. With with Deion Jones in the middle running that game and Foya Luquan on the side, we're hoping Dante Fowler can find his way back to form and be quick off that edge. You know, a couple of different stunts could have Jalen Jalen Hurts, you know, in the lack of Sam Darnold seeing ghosts every now and then. I, right. I think that's the best way we find a way to slow down what Jalen Hurts is capable of. And then everyone wants to talk about Julio. I'll be the first to tell you, love Julio. Thank you for everything you did. I understand the reasoning. I don't like the way he left and why, how it was all public. I blame Shannon Sharp for that. But it was time. We had no money. Somebody had to go. And are you going to keep your 1,000-yard receiver with the rookie or are you going to keep your decade-long 4,000-yard quarterback and make sure that you can transition the receiving core of this new offense into the future? I think they made the right choice. And with Arthur Smith coming in, bringing Hayden Hurts on, drafting Kyle Pitts, who, to answer your question, nobody's really going to be able to cover all game long for 64 minutes, Kyle Pitts. He's going to cause fits because once you find him out at the tight end position, that's fine. We'll move into the slot. Once you find him in the slot, that's okay. Russell Gage, get to the slot. We're going to put Kyle Pitts on the outside. He's so versatile. I think with, with the two tight end set that Arthur Smith is going to bring, the way he loves to use his, his running backs, he doesn't have Derrick Henry, but he understands the talent that Mike Davis is capable of. And if he can get him any way, shape, or form, catching the swing passes out of the back door with consistency, running on the outside of the tackles and staying away from that young inside of the line, I think for week one, when everyone's really still trying to figure it out, I think you're looking at something like 20, 21, 17. And obviously I have to say Falcons. Well, on, on the Eagles defensive side of the ball, I mean, Eagles were third last year in sacks. I mean, they were fourth with pressure. That up front is decent for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, Josh Wett, I I think I he should Josh be still, I think he should be starting over. Derek, not yeah. Derek Barnett. Uh, Derek Barnett, yeah. Yeah? I mean, you got Really? Javon I put him Hart. on the other side. You got Javon Hargrave, who came into his own towards the end of last year, playing next to Fletcher Cox, BG, Ryan Kerrigan. Anthony Harris was a great pickup from Minnesota, along with Eric Wilson, Ryan Kerrigan on that line. So Alex Singleton seems to be a player coming into his own at linebacker as well. It's just like you said. It's a it's Eagles D against the Falcons offense, so yeah, that's well, what that's what it's going to come down to, I think. It is. I mean, listen again. Both teams are looking at a, a two young head coaches. Uh, AJ, you touched upon it. If if the Eagles end up using the RPO that that Dougie had left behind, and from what I understand, the reports that we keep hearing about as far as Nick Sirianni, Nick Sirianni is supposedly. He likes to run the ball a lot more, and I guess he's trying to do it as well to keep Jalen Hurts a little more healthy. We didn't see a lot from Jalen Hurts during the preseason, but then again, it's maybe he saw more than what we had seen. Or you also got to remember, too, you had Joe Flacco coming in here in the mix, so you got to make sure you get the playbook because you already knew he was going to be the backup quarterback. Then you throw in Gardner Minshew, which, of course, Joey B is going on a roll here when it comes to, to Minshew, but you bring in – Gardner Minshew, and, and no one saw that coming just as much as we didn't see, obviously, Jalen Hurts getting drafted by the Eagles as well either. So right. it, it's now the unknown of one is we'll see what Jalen Hurts can do in week one coming up on Sunday that we didn't get to see during the preseason. I know also you have a lot of people discussing that, well, you know, Nick didn't impress me during the preseason. But again, if you think about AJ and Fuji, if what head coach really wanted to put out all the weapons during preseason? It's preseason, and especially when you're sharing, you know, you're sharing camps. When I mean, you're, you know, whether it's the Patriots, whether it's the Falcons, whomever you guys share the camp with, you're not going to show, you know, show them what's in your stable here. You're going to wait until the regular season to find out because, as we all know, the Patriots love to find ways to beat everybody when they can just secretly record everything that's out there for for them to see. So now that they can't do that anymore, we've seen what the real Patriots are all about. And I know there might be some Patriots fans from New England tuning in. And I, you know, I hate to say, but it is what it is because now you're, yeah. Well, your head coach is, it's starting to look like, you, you know, you're an everyday head coach. When Tom Brady was there, obviously they were doing tremendous things out there in New England. But now you put the pressure on and it kind of, I guess, reverse a little bit here. Mac Jones, AJ, and Fuji, I ask you as well. 
So they let go of Cam Newton. Cam Newton, the whole deal was that supposedly uh, it was that he didn't test positive or test negative for Corona, this, that. I mean, I guess eventually the, the true story will come out. I believe that the Patriots already knew that Mac Jones was going to be their starting quarterback, and it was just easier to get rid of Cam Newton. They didn't own much, so he still walks away with money. Cam Newton will never go broke because he invested so wisely, you know, as you should when you're an NFL player. So Cam will be just fine for the rest of his life. And you don't hear him complaining or, or saying anything negative or anything else like that because that's not who Cam Newton is. Now, will he find a new home? Probably. Could it be Miami or somewhere else? More than likely. You just have to learn the playbook. But to me, AJ, you're, you're throwing in this young quarterback in Mac Jones uh, in Massachusetts. So this is not something where people are like, oh, my God, I don't want him to, to jump all over my case here. New England fans, just like people from Massachusetts, are known as mass holes. And it's, that's <laughs> nothing that's new. And the problem is that the Patriots fans demand so much from Belichick and the Patriots that they want to see Mac Jones be the new version of Tom Brady. There's two things that can go horribly wrong this season. One is Mac Jones gets hurt and he's out for the remainder of the season. And or the kid feels so much pressure from the fans and from the organization that he also fails miserably. Now, do we all want to see that? Of course not. We like to see for this young man to go out there, do the best he possibly can, and see if they can win a division, along with the Patriots getting a lot of their players back last year. Obviously, who stayed home with their parents or grandparents to take care of because of COVID. And some of them are still staying out this year because they choose to. But, AJ, is, is New England putting too much pressure on Mac Jones right now to be the starting quarterback for the uh, for the New England team? I will say it like this. By releasing Cam, I think so. Because, so Vinny, uh, our host, threw it the opposite direction. He figured that if we uh, get rid of Cam Newton, then Mac Jones won't feel the pressure of having somebody to look over his shoulder for. I disagree. Because if you have Cam, then you know straight up that you guys will be okay at one thing. You need to do what's best for the team. With Mac Jones being in there and having that confidence and being the guy, I think I think he's getting a bad rap. I think people are being really harsh on Mac Jones because he's shown right. the talent. The kid's got an arm. The kid can throw. And let's forget that he was the one up to open wide open receivers on islands all season in Alabama. That's just a different look. This the style that he plays, the arm that he's shown, gives the Pats the confidence to know that they have the right guy. Does that mean they're going to win a championship this year? That's not what that means. But it does mean that they can progress forward. Now let's not imagine that he has these fantastic weapons let's not forget it's jacoby myers nelson aguilar and kendrick Bourne as your first right. two receivers sure Donald smith has had his great times he spent last season hurt up and down a little bit so if he can get back to form we're good but i think i think what they want to do is make sure that josh mcdaniels can get mac jones to a place where he's comfortable by week six week seven week eight that he's doing in this offense that isn't losing them games and you touched it on a little bit he's got a little bit longer of a leash because that defense has come back. Now you don't have you don't have Stefan Gilmore for six weeks, and of course that hurts. But you do have a Dante Hightower back. You know you do have you did bring uh, Kyle Van Noy back. You know you've got some guys on the defense that'll keep you in games. So you just have to go out there and not lose the game, not turn the ball over, do the things you worked on throughout the week, and you'll be just fine. All right, Bougie, what say you? What's the matter, me? <laughs> nah. <laughs> um. Hey, look. This is an era where you got the young coaches, Sean McVay, and so on. I mean, rookie quarterbacks aren't sitting the bench anymore. I mean, it's just a matter of times of matter of time of Trey Lance and Justin Fields that are going to be thrown right in the mix. I mean, look, look back to 2016. Teddy Bridgewater went down to Minnesota. How he worked his magic, shipped Sam Bradford off for a number one pick. Carson Wentz got thrown right in the fire. The days of the rookie quarterbacks holding the clipboards are done. These guys are going right in the fire, learning hands-on on the job. I mean, as I said, you know, it's only a matter of time for the young. Look at Patrick Mahomes. Stayed a year behind Alex Smith, went right in, and so on. So a lot of the old guys, like, you know, are just – taking a back seat to the young bucks. So it's a young quarterbacks game and, you know, it's a different game with the, it's the scrambling quarterback and the pocket passer days are just getting old. I mean, 
more athleticism and everything else. No, there isn't. And that's why I kind of bring up the point again with Mac Jones and everything else and Nick Sirianni as we go back here is obviously Mike Klein tuning in here tonight with uh, PhillyOfTheSouth.com. By the way, you guys, uh, if you guys go to the Facebook page, Philly of the South, it is the official fan page of Broadtree South. Also, Mike coming up on his 26th year at our home, our Eagles Nest away from home at Tampa Joe's 9316 Anderson Road. You guys can catch the entire gang down there this weekend coming up on Sunday, 1 o'clock. Get there early to get a good seat inside the house. Beautiful renovations that, I, matter of fact, I forgot to load up here on the uh, on the site, but uh, beautiful renovations that they've done down there. We're actually talking to, uh, good Lord Almighty, and I already forgot his name, Jordan. Holy moly. Jordan from uh, the show on Tuesday here. Uh, to see if maybe we can get them down there to do a nice Eagles mural uh, at Tampa Joe's, and I'm pretty sure to incorporate Tampa Joe's in there as well and add a little Philly to South flavor in there. Um, but uh, Mike Klein, great job that he does over there at Tampa Joe's. So week two, I will be there broadcasting live. So going from one sponsorship studio to the next, week one in Philly, week two I'll be at Tampa Joe's. I so we'll hope to see everyone there at Tampa Joe's there this season as hopefully COVID will keep going away. But speaking of here of Nick Sirianni, and I know there's been a lot of talk in the Philly market this week as far as a lot of people just not believing in Nick Sirianni. Again, you got to give the man a chance. He's, he's, he comes from a line of coaches in his family, his dad, his brother. I mean, you're, you're, he's basing experience upon what he had there with the Colts. Now, you can't expect the world from him come this season. And and who knows what's going to happen. This, again, preseason is one thing. You can go undefeated preseason, when, whether it's three games like it was this year, obviously with the additional game added for Week 17, or you can go 4-0 from the year prior, and it means absolutely nothing because did Pittsburgh not go, what, 4-0 in preseason, won then their 10 games straight, and then tanked after that because the coach oh. called them out. So if you look at Nick Sirianni, I, to me, you got to believe in the man. In order for him to, to be able to express what he wants to do with his players, he's got like five or six different little models that he puts up there for encouragement. And you can hear people even making fun of that stuff. And, and you know, you can make fun. You can say whatever you want to about it. And that's all fine and wonderful. But in the end, what else do we have to lose here in Philly? Everybody wanted change. Doug's gone. You enter Nick. Let's see what Nick can do. Let's see what happens week one. Let's see what happens with Jalen Hurts, with Boston Scott. I mean, there's so many unknowns with this team right now, and that's why I don't really get into it within at least before the season starts because the proof will be on the pudding after the game. And believe me, everybody knows after week one, like Fuji and I did last year, that's when we started hammering these guys and breaking it down and everything else. So until I see the X's and O's, I, until I see the players out there in the field, we can talk about what we expect from the players. But we won't know until game time. No different than A.J. Will as far as when it comes to the Atlanta Falcons. You know, we we know as fans what we've seen with Matty Ice. Do we expect the same thing this Sunday? Of course. So does every Atlanta Falcon fan. But we won't see it until it actually happens. So to talk as much as we want to tonight about the Eagles, and as, you know, we, we love talking about it, don't get me wrong, but we got to see what's going to happen on Sunday. Preseason is preseason, that's over. Whatever Nick chose to do with his team, whether it's motivational quotes, whether it's a motivational quote of the day, whatever the case may be, apparently he has a plan together with his new coaches, what he wants from his O-line, what he wants from his special teams, what he wants from everybody. But again, we will see when it comes this Sunday at 1 o'clock. Then next week, we can get completely into it. We can break down the players. We can break down the positions. We can break down everything that went wrong. Hell, if you want to break down the commercials, we'll break down the commercials too. But everyone will get into it as we've all seen, whether it's Philly Market, Atlanta Radio, Anywhere around the, the U.S., everyone will then have more to talk about as soon as week one is over. Just like tonight, what we'll see here in a couple of minutes on the field on the kickoff, we'll see what the Cowboys and the Bucks are all about. Me personally, I believe the Bucks are going to take over the Cowboys. It might, might not be by much. It might be by seven. But as defending champs, you're home. The last time you won at home, oh, by the way, it was just a couple months ago during the Super Bowl. So, yeah, they're looking to, to come out firing as they did last season. Bruce Arians is a tremendous coach. You know, I, I wish that we could say when we played the Bucs, you know, now if Tom Brady's retired, who knows? But we've beaten Tom Brady before, but that was with Nikki Six. So if we play the Bucs again, will it be the same? Will we lose again like they did when it came down here in Tampa in 2018? There's a lot of unknowns. So we'll see come week one what everybody's been talking about, all the negative aspects that have been put about Nick Sirianni. We'll see the man chose to take a job that he didn't even see coming, nor did the rest of us. 
So give the man a break. Let's see what's going to happen with this team. Cause it just, it, there's times I love my city. I love Philadelphia. The one thing that drives me nuts is I tell my coworkers at work is that when you come down so much on the city and we know the expectation level in Philadelphia is extremely high, yes, but believe is. in what the process is going to be all about. Yeah. And so at this point, if you're going to, you know, bitch and moan about every little thing, like, Oh, we got unproven players. We got unproven coaches. We got unproven this. Okay. When you start a new company anywhere, it's unproven until what they prove themselves. I mean, you got Jeff Bezos as much as that guy's a billionaire, but look where Jeff Bezos came from, from nothing. And it built a, an entire empire where people can't live without amazon.com. By the way, free plug there, Amazon. You're welcome. But regardless, I mean, you're talking about someone who started with nothing. And so he he's now a multi-billionaire. So let's, Pump the brakes a little bit when it comes to the Eagles. Let's see what happens on Sunday. You know, I can predict, like I was telling Ducky earlier, yeah, I believe the Eagles can lose to Atlanta. They also can turn around and flip for the win. But to go back to the beginning of the show, AJ, when you even when you mentioned as far as what we expect for the Eagles to do, I personally, on Steel City Renegades, I said that the Eagles will lose the first six games because it, just the way we have a lot of unknowns. But after game yeah. six, after that first half of that schedule, then the Eagles could go on a major tear if they want to. But then again, who knows? It could be flipped. They could end up winning their first two games and they go on a tremendous losing streak. So everybody calm down just a bit when it comes to not giving Nick his, his due. I mean, he's the head coach. No matter which way you look at it, no matter how much fun you make out of it, stop being a bunch of homers and just relax. Wait until week one happens. And I know I'm probably going to get criticized, and I'm fine because I can take it. Just because I moved to paradise, it doesn't mean that I forget about where I came from because there's still Philly blood in this guy here, regardless of whatever happens. But just, you know, calm down, everybody. Let's see exactly what ends up happening. Jalen Hurts, we know that as long as he stays healthy, as long as our O-line stays healthy, Jalen Hurts will be just fine, and he will prove himself in this league. Dak Prescott's got a lot to prove coming back from an injury. He's going to have to take that first major hit to get comfortable in that pocket just like Alex Smith had to when he came back in 2019 with the Redskins or DCU. Did he sorry. take a hit? My God. Yeah. <laughs> he found <laughs> out immediately. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, there, there's going to be a lot of things. It, it's going to be a ton of unknowns. But if, you know, if you guys want to talk trash, you know what? I got a great guy that I know that loves to talk trash. So just watch this and I'll come back here to the comments. What's up, man? You know who I am? I'm BG. Looking real skinny over there. Looking real rubbery. Man, look at these arms. You ain't got no arm. You ain't got the brains to even touch me out here. You can't even run. You can't even chase me. I'm too quick. You, I leave you standing in one spot. I'm smart. You a dummy. You ain't got no soul. You just gonna stare at me like that? There you go. So, Bill, BG, he's talking trash. And by the way, BG and uh, who was it? Hugh Douglas was on uh, a good friend of the show here, Derek Gunn on Gunner One. He just celebrated his one year anniversary. So, uh, happy anniversary to Gunn, Derek Gunn, the, the, the godfather oh, of. Yeah, exactly. It, best guy that we've known to this day. And, and so, God bless Derek Gunn. Happy anniversary to the one year anniversary there with uh, Patterson Square Garden as far as his management company. So, again, Listen, and, and I see the comments coming in, so let, let's let's kind of start getting this here underway. Fire uh, away, folks. We got the one – I saw one earlier. Let me bring this one back a little bit, Dave. Uh, one is that Joey B said earlier, over the next few drafts, just watch that the Pats will draft the Alabama O-line, the Texas O-line, which I, I could see that. That is absolutely true. Uh, once again, a quick plug here for Mikey with uh, PhillyToSouth.com. And, of course, on the Facebook page, Philly to South. Also, thank you, Mikey. I appreciate it. Angels that do. Joey, as I try. The only thing I can do is uh, <laughs> Lincoln Riley says he will be the coach, or Lincoln Riley will be the coach for the Eagles in 2025, 2026. I, you know, I still, I, they talked about it earlier, Joey, that, that he could have had some ties here, but I, I don't believe well, it. I think if, as long as Nick well, does a good job this season, I would expect him to be here for a long haul. The rumor was Jeff Lurie called Lincoln Riley and Lincoln Riley said, no, I'm not coming. To he loves college. He yeah. still feels like he's got stuff right. to prove right there at Oklahoma and he's still doing a fantastic job. So, right. you know, until there's a reason to, to switch that up, he's doing, he's, he's very happy where he is right now. I, I, I love the idea. Everyone thinks that the next 
college head coach is just looking to go to the NFL. Let's not forget, uh, they understand well, it is a completely different game. And just exactly. because you're successful for two or three years in college, don't mean you're coming to run the game in the NFL. AJ, AJ, one, excuse me, to pardon me. Oh, you're good. I was done. We, we've already <laughs> had that bad experience with a guy, yeah. with another guy that was, was uh, a flash in the pan. He but now, shall not listen, be named. <laughs> that's it. That's all thing. I won't. I won't go there. But we're not. You we may not mention her name. But here's the deal, though, right? We bite my tongue. We <laughs> he went out of town. He he went and tried with another team. Now, what's he doing over there? At UCLA. I know it's college. It's a whole different thing. He loved being in college, but he's doing what he what he well, was meant to do. So, well, look at it yeah. like this. He got paid by the Eagles for one or two years after he got fired. He went to San Fran for X amount of years after year they fired him, and he had a job with ESPN in between, and he got right. paid. So talk about being well off, and then back in the college ranks, he's laughing all the way to the bank. So exactly hey, can't can't beat it. Before I get to Joey's uh, question here for AJ, you also got to think about it as well, right? It, who is the other uh, just going across the street at Citizens Bank Park? What manager we told to go packing is now out in California and is doing some tremendous things here with the Giants. But the reason is, is because when the Giants told them, hey, listen, that was cute what you did in Philly, but here we don't do analytics. And it took them to go to another team to figure out, you know what, maybe analytics isn't everything that needs to be done. And now look where the Giants are right now with Gabe Kapler. So, I mean... It, it, it's been, I, I think it's been our Achilles heel in Philadelphia that we know we've, we've had great players, great coaches. I mean, a great talent of people, scouts, you name it, front office. They've gone on somewhere else, whether it's the West Coast, whether it's they, you know, in Central Mountain time, you name it, they've gone further north or even south. They've done some amazing things because it, it's the Philly mentality that pushed them to get there. Now, that's what I want everyone to do is to take that same mentality, bring it all together and put it with Nick. All right, we used to have, but not to interrupt you. It's Philly. Philly expects perfection right away, and right. it doesn't happen. Everybody's too impatient. It, look how many years it took to get a Super Bowl. Everybody wants another one. That's five right. years. It's long. It's in the past. It's history. But some and another problem is Philly fans live in the past too much. Yep. Some people are still gloating on Super Bowl Fifty Two. It's over, folks. Turn the page. We're five seasons in later. It's it's a Nick Sirianni era with Jalen Hurts, not not Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz. We're 2021, that's 2017 in the rear view. So let's get over the glute and let's get back to reality to the Philadelphia Eagles football. Exactly. So it, it, and we everybody just gotta just just have to believe. Just believe. Trust in the process. Joel and B loves to say like all the time, and we'll see what ends up happening. So just pump yeah. the brakes a little bit, everybody. Just calm it down. Yeah. We'll be okay. But Don't Joey says, "Yeah, no, I'm Please. not. I'm, I'm going to leave that one. We we already hammered that one." Uh, Joey says, <laughs> "I knew it was coming." <laughs> Joey says, uh, "AJ, what's the Bible, Maddie? Ice two more years. They got to draft him, replace him soon, right?" I, I don't even think it's two more years. And, you know, hey, shout out to Matty Ice. We'd love to have him as long as we can. But they got put in a serious hole with that salary cap. You know, yeah. that's part of the reason Julio was gone. Uh, with Matty Ice, yeah. we kept him this year. And now it's a uh, cap hit is a, uh, what, 29? $29.9 million on the, on the salary on the books. Next year, it goes up to 48.2. So there's two options. The one we can't do, the one we shouldn't do, is restructure his contract again. And have the same issue going into 2023, we need to start looking to the future. So the name that I want, and this is the name that I would have loved to have had, uh, or a name that I've been looking at from last season, that's Desmond Ritter from Cincinnati. I, I don't know where we're going to be in the draft, but if he's available, yes, it's time to get a QB. And I swear, if you draft Sam Howell, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I, I don't want it. Don't Daniel Jones my team. Desmond right? Ritter is, is, is a – is a skinnier version of what people are hoping Trey Lance can be. Hell of an arm. He can run the ball. He can run an offense. And he's going to look good at the pro style. So the money that it would take to keep Matty Ice as much as we'd love to have a 4,000-yard PS 
kickoff. NFL is here, baby. I love it. As much as we would like to have Matty Ice until he retires, it's just not reasonable. That's too much money. So uh, it's time to get that QB. So I like that we put an offense out this year, give Matty Ice one more chance, and then we'll find ourselves a nice little rookie QB in the next draft. Hey, Jay, isn't the uh, talent pool of quarterbacks coming out next year pretty thick? I mean, it's a lot of white thin. Yeah. They, 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 you know how they do. They love to to blow up some names just to make something to talk about. And and you know it's week one, so I don't want to overreact. But when you looked at a Sam Howell and they had him as one of the top three QBs, you immediately have to come back on that. Uh, mm-hmm. You look at Spencer Rattler, who had a dogfight with Tulane. It's week one. Don't overreact. He's still a talented QB, but you're you're going to be waiting on these guys to make something happen. I'm a big fan in the NFL of having a rookie come in. Like you mentioned, the Pat Mahomes, Alex, uh, Alex Smith situation. What I think will happen for a long time for uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance. The quarterbacks that are coming out of next year, more often than not, are you're hoping to get them behind a solid veteran who you're looking to move on from so they can learn. I don't see many guys at this point that you're jumping into the NFL and are starting like Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson and like Justin Fields should be and like well, Matt Jones is. Well, if you go back and look, Towie basically built the 2017 Eagles – Carson Wentz on a rookie contract, right? Went out and pretty much laid the blueprint with Alshon Jeffrey, Torrey Smith, with Garrett Blunt, Chris Long, just bringing in seasoned veterans and being able to build around Carson Wentz for that magical year. Right, and 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 that's kind of what it is. That's why I say I don't I don't want to overreact in week one. You know, we've seen guys show us what they could actually do throughout the course of a season. You know, week one, everyone's getting their feet under them. And it's it's exciting because of what you had to go through last year where teams didn't play for six weeks, where teams right. couldn't really get a camp, couldn't really gel. Then you get all of this and you feel so good because you've had this offseason to get together, to get to know your guys, your hype with your friends. And now it's football time, which you've been waiting on. And that excitement for a young college kid in a week one primetime games can get the best of you. Now they get back to their week camp uh, practice and they hone in. They get back to what they've been learning. And I think we'll see a lot better play on the field this week from from Oklahoma, from even Clemson with DJ Uwalungalele, who didn't look too good. So (laughs) everyone, you know, week one was exciting for the players as much as it was for the fans. So let's hone ourselves back in now and take a real good look at what we're hoping to see throughout the rest of this college football season and the NFL season. AJ, just to touch on as you're talking about college, this is just the point I have brought up in different conversations with people. Technically, last year's rookies in the NFL were rookies this year because, remember, there was no OTAs, no mini camps. There wasn't even preseason games. So they were all still getting their feet wet as far as, like, the preseason. I mean, full training camps without no COVID restrictions. To tie something you said earlier, you know, the Ryan Fitzpatrick thing, I didn't think I didn't think he got a fair shake last season. With with Tua coming off of a serious hip injury, with there right. being no OTAs, no preseason games, and the team was actually gelling with Ryan Fitzpatrick, whether or not they were three and three, to pull him and put Tua in. You always talk about giving a rookie QB some games and then pulling him later in the season is not a good look. And I think they put him in a bad spot. I hope that is erased from his mind. I hope he's got that goldfish memory and he comes out and starts hot because they have a nice little offense there with these these receiving options. But I think you're absolutely right. You're still looking at some guys coming in who are quote unquote rookies. They're a little closer. They're a little closer into the NFL brotherhood, but you know, this is, it's a whole nother season. It's a whole nother animal. Trust rehearsals over. It's time to to jump into the fire. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And we already, we already know it. Hold on. I'm trying to do some. Oh, boy. I'm trying to Let's do something do over here. Now, I was just trying to do something here real quick. And, of course, like anything you try to do quickly, it doesn't work out the way it's supposed to. It doesn't but work. okay. Yeah, it, it doesn't. It's Listen, live shows are always the best because when you want something to happen, it doesn't happen the way you would like it to. But it's okay. It's what we do around here. Let me bring this up we'll here. Exactly. Well, we'll bring this up here momentarily. There's two things I want to mention here as we get ready to close out the show. Uh, one is, of course, our awesome sponsors that we have. One is Goose's Monte Cristo Lounge or Tobacconess, which I would have asked AJ, where would he get his best cigar from? But since I already mentioned in the very beginning, it's kind of hard to trick him again to tell us exactly where to get it from. But I tell you what, hey, AJ, if you were to find the best cigar in the business, where would you get it from? 
Man, I would book my tickets right now to go up to Philly and sit down and chill at Gooses and watch some football and rap it with the Philly people. I'm okay. I'm a bird, too. We good. (laughs) Just as AJ said, go to ScarGoose.com for the finest Monte Cristos that you can find in the Delaware Valley. And by the way, he does ship around the world. So ScarGoose.com, take a look. Also, we will be there this Sunday starting at 1130. For the live show leading up until the game time week one against Atlanta in Philly. So make sure you check us out. 250 West Ridge Pike in Limerick, Pennsylvania. Again, 250 West Ridge Pike in Limerick, Pennsylvania. We will be there live this upcoming Sunday with myself, of course, my co-host, the national correspondent, and Kevin Towns, who's not with us on he's not with us tonight, but our NBA analyst uh, correspondent will be with us live in studio. So we hope to see you guys all there this upcoming Sunday. Of course, the following week for week two, I'll be back home at our other sponsor's home, the Eagles Nest South of Philly with Philly to South, the entire gang down there at Tampa Joe's 9316 Anderson Road in Tampa, Florida. And uh, my cousin actually is making a trip over from or up from Fort Myers to come and watch the uh, watch the game so she can get the Philly experience as she's moved from the Philly area down here. And also, let's not forget Larry Gilman over at LG Direct Sales Solutions, which is our studio, of course. Secure payment solutions, credit card terminals, reach out to lgdirect.net. That's lgdirect.net and or call them at 855-777-3863, 855-777-3863. Three eight six three. It's a lot to go through, but it's okay. And coming up on a future show here next week, we can't wait as I will bring up this other screen here. This should be a lot of fun. Come next week with Tarika Foster Brasby, producer, host of multimedia journalist, also a sports personality. If you guys don't see, it's the same way like I do here as I'm following her. Uh, I mean, first of all, great WNBA between reporting analysts you name it she follows the WNBA, and i would suggest for everyone to follow tarika she does a fantastic job does espn podcast she's a producer i mean this woman is non-stop and we can't wait to speak to her next week that's gonna be a lot of fun to speak to tarika come next week hopefully we didn't uh double book but it should be okay and by the way just for you guys just to let you know the other murph in Philadelphia, will also soon be making an appearance right here as you'll be sending him a proper send-off as David Murphy, our longest six ABC tenure meteorologist, has just bid a farewell to everyone. 30 years in the business, he decided to finally call it quits here on Tuesday or at least go into retirement. Not call it quits, but he went to retirement. So soon we'll have David Murphy on. That should be a lot of fun with Murph as we know that Murph loves to stay up late for Phillies baseball games. So it'll be great to talk to David Murphy here in the future. So uh, once again, AJ... Thank you for coming on with us. We always appreciate having our podcast brother on. And by the way, can you tell the fine folks where they can find you and your show times? Absolutely, man. I appreciate being on the show. It's always good to get some Atlanta Philly hate slash love going together. Uh, the Rough Cut Sportscast, man, we are trying to do it big every single day. We got a lot of stuff coming up. We had our NFL week coverage. There was a great, great historic interview with uh, the legendary Mike Bass on Monday. Uh, he was a former D-back from Washington football. You might remember him from the 1972 Super Bowl. He was the only person to score a touchdown for the, at the time, Washington Redskins. Uh, great interview. Go ahead and check that out. Uh, we are at Rough Cut Sports, Rough Cut Sportscast on YouTube. We are on the way to 200 subscribers there. Uh, let's, and to be honest, we're on the way to 1,000 plus because we want to match that Facebook look. So head over there, hit that subscribe button, and then share it. Share it to everybody, everybody you know. Check this guy out. I saw him in Broad Street South. He was hyped. He made my Philly guys look bad. I can't really say that to y'all, but I have to say it to y'all because it was just the truth. <laughs> Way over there, show some love. Tell some people about us. And I swear to you, I say it all the time, and we just got to make it happen. We have to get one of y'all on our show once again. We've had we've had Neff and Lisi, but I don't. I haven't had Angel really. He came in the chat after the draft. Fuji, you haven't been there. We we, we got to get something going. So it's been it's been hey. great. So. We're gained. I appreciate the love, fellas. RCOD. Thank, thank you for taking your time out of your busy schedule to come on. Yeah, listen, had- pro- it, it's fun. That, that I, I will say now, normally, obviously, there's – let me explain a little networking here before we sign off here. There's a lot of folks that may not want to plug other shows. The one thing that I will say between us and the Rough Cut Sportscast – is that we love to have fun as far as telling about each other's shows because yeah. when you go over, it's like a party. No kidding. I mean, those guys, they put such a well 
and such a great show together, the content. There's times that they do the party after the party. I like to call it because when we had the draft night, so they had their show, come on our show, end up doing a 45-minute segment with us. Then what do they do? Oh, go back and have another show again. So that goes <laughs> to show you how dedicated they are. But you know what? That's, we love them. That's we work. have so much fun with them. Yeah, it is. But you know what? They it's do an amazing job. Coffee yeah. and yeah. Red Bull. Well, that's true. Yeah, well, it was Irish coffee on draft night, but hey, we were, <laughs> we were loving it. Appreciate you, Joey B. Sure do. We have uh, all of it. Broad Street South. We're just gonna just merge all our fans, you know. Like Hollywood Night, Square. We pregame like, with Broad Street, and we're normally on eight thirty. Then we all come over and have a party there. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Always for a party. Yep, and I have which I, I have no problem with it whatsoever because again, it if we're it's fun that we we found each other and it's been fun ever since. Uh, the the guys again, they do a great job. I keep saying that Aaron ESPN, Aaron. Okay, I'm going to mention the name the name again, Aaron. I, Aaron I Mukes, Mukesaya Mukes. Exactly, ESPN. I hope you're listening. You know that man's in 44 fantasy leagues. 44. <laughs> what the hell? How the hell do you know how? How do you keep track? I'm in three alone, uh, and that's enough. I cried today when I had to go look for Gus Edwards' backups, and I'm only in uh, Speaking of breaking news out of Baltimore, Marcus Peters out for the year with a torn ACL. Yep. That wow. team is cursed with ACLs. Yep. That's the third, third what player. What were they doing? An MCL, an ACL. I know. It, in the it, last 12 wow. days, they've had four people go out to season-ending injuries. Yeah. Just stop. Just stop. Apparently they're doing something wrong. Listen, I mean, it, it, the season's right the here. Tail. Exactly. The wow. season's here, so stop doing whatever you're doing because other than that, you're going to keep going down, and it's going to be a lot worse, so I don't know. Uh, listen, everyone else. only. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Any final productions for uh Oh, that's game? right. I forgot about that. You forgot. Can I do one more? You... Can I do one more thing? Sure. Time Sunday yours. morning, you were talking about how we're going five and six days a week. If you do play fantasy – Sunday morning, we are debuting our new show called Pigskins and Pancakes. We are doing starts, sits, sleepers, uh, all of all your fantasy news you need. The injury reports, everything from 11.30 to 12.30 on YouTube at Rough Cut Sportscast. New show, debut Sunday morning, Pigskins and Pancakes. Going to be super fun. Tune in. Can you, can you throw me some... Uh... Tidbits like before you go on the air. Yeah, I got you. I, you. I hope you started Antonio Brown tonight. He's gonna ball out. I don't know. I started him in like 60, oh, wait, six weeks. I didn't draft him this year. Ah, now, you guys thought I was kidding around. Now that is six days out of the seven days a week. I told you these guys they don't <laughs> stop. They don't oh, yeah. stop. But that's right. You know that's just, that's what makes a successful show. What it, it, listen, we started with one day. We got up to two. We're going up to three at this point. So yes, it, it happens. Nice. You got to put the time in in order to get what you want out of it. And that's why both shows work so hard to do such a great job. The only thing I need to do is hire a production assistant like uh, Rough Cut does because, see, if I want to, we're going to create like a digital room over here somewhere so we can just have someone. So that way we can get half the screen. When we come on, well, we're going to have Broad Street South and then followed by the Rough yeah. Cut. And they just that's where you're emerging and then showing the rest of the Rough Cut uh, sportscast. Get, so, get an addition on to the house and start building. About it. <laughs> right, listen. We're we'll we'll ready. Just find yourself an agent for both shows. They'll, ha they'll handle all the work. Yeah, exactly. Right. See, that's a good good job there by agent. That's exactly. absolutely true. Listen, everyone, and we hope that you enjoy the rest of the night tonight. Of course, watching the E or sorry, not the Eagles, Cowboys and Excited. the Bucks game tonight. I have no idea what the score is because obviously just kicked off about 10 minutes ago. So zero. Uh, zero. All right. See, and that proves that. So, by the way, if you want to listen to us, we are available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podcast Index. Uh, what am I missing? Spotify. So click on BroadStreetSouth.com, all the links to where you can hear this show, especially beyond tomorrow on the site. And by the way, thank you to everyone as we've been on for about close to five months with our audio downloads, and we just hit over 1,000 downloads. And we appreciate that from yeah, everybody listening in from the 25 awesome. states that are tuning in. And now our seventh country that we picked up overseas. So that is absolutely fantastic. I can't thank you guys oh, enough man. for thank loving you. and sharing the we show. We appreciate the love. Yes. So it's like, a lot of share, fun. subscribe, comment, download. Even if you ain't listening to the audio because you watched the show tonight, download their show and just play it. Just let it go. Right. Get these guys their love. They deserve it. I try. AJ, believe me, I, I appreciate the love because Lord knows that we try. But 
Everyone, <laughs> we hope you have a, a great night. Enjoy the game. Again, we'll be live at Goose's Media Pond Studios out there at 250 West Ridge Pike, Limerick, Pennsylvania. Out there at Goose's Money, Crystal Lions, with Tobacco. So we'll see you guys live 1130 on Sunday. Please come out. Say hi, shake hands, you know, kiss babies. We're going to do all that good fun stuff that we normally end up doing. So it'll be a lot of fun. AJ, again, once again, thank you. As the one comments come up, um, Tom, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Tom, Ducky, Joey B. These are uh, these guys are awesome. Been with us since day one, and we appreciate the love from all these guys. Uh, but fun, guys. to everyone, have a great night, have a great weekend. We will see you live again on Sunday. And don't forget to like and subscribe to the Rough Cut Sportscast, everyone. Have a fantastic evening.